I'm Luke Cleland, and this is Obsessive Creative, episode number 29. So it's January, and you know what that means. It's a month of hope and dreams and plans and ideas, and they're all to be dashed by Valentine's Day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not one of those horrible people that hates New Year's resolutions and it's like, they don't, I don't need New Year's resolutions. I'm already perfect. I don't need to improve anything. Well, I'm not that person. I have lots of things to improve and January is a good time to remind myself what needs to happen. But I'm, I'm fully bought into the idea that uh, New Year's is a good time. A new year is a good time to start fresh, to have some new energy, to try some new habits, to embark on new journeys, uh, to, uh, to think about some new goals that you want to hit. And in fact, I just recently spent a bunch of time thinking about 2021 and last year. Uh, I spent a lot of time thinking about a specific project that actually spanned 2020 and 2021, but it was a year-long project of taking a photo every day for a year. Well, actually, a few photos every day, and I chose one of those photos to represent uh, the day for each each day for a whole year. I want to tell you a little bit about what I learned through that process. Um, So the first thing that I learned through taking photos every day for a year and kind of giving myself a personal project or a personal assignment to do, like I don't I don't need to do personal assignments, right? Like I, I do photography as a job. So why am I giving myself more work to do? The main reason why I gave myself more work to do that's not paid is, of course, I wanted to to make something better. And in this specific case, I well, a couple things. One, I wanted to remind myself why I liked taking photos and I wanted to do it for actual fun because that's 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 why I got into photography in the first place, because it was a hobby of mine. I really enjoyed doing it. And so I wanted to remind myself kind of why I'm doing this in the first place. But also, I I wanted to teach myself again how to know what to shoot just for myself, like how to do personal work, because I'm so used to creating work and and taking photos of things for a client and and kind of being in some ways safe so like getting the photos that they need doing it in a way that's that's repeatable that they can expect you know the same results and things like that so i i didn't spend a lot of time being super risky or you tend not to spend a lot of time being super risky when you're working with clients because well they're your clients you want them to obey you want them to be happy the only problem with that is that if you think like an artist, you like to create things and make things, a huge part of, of creating and making is, is the trial and error. And I had just kind of lost that skill uh, in some ways, and I needed to kind of work myself up into, into uh, learning how to try and fail again. And this is this is the first thing that I learned. There's three things that I uh, that I that were big lessons for me. This is the first thing 
the scary thing about trial and error when you're a professional in in the field that you're you want to try and fail in is that well you're a somebody like I'm a photographer I create this type of work for my clients my clients expect a certain thing and I I had and have this pressure to be a professional photographer. And what do professional photographers don't do? Well, they don't take bad photos. They don't do projects that horribly fail. They don't try. They don't have ideas that are bad, right? You have beautiful photos all the time that you see on Instagram. I only do projects that are wonderfully successful. Uh, I don't do things that that fail and I don't take bad photos. And so what I learned in doing a year-long project was I learned how to fail again. Because the point of the project was taking a photo every day for a year. And if you've ever done something like that, you know that doing something every day for 365 days is kind of difficult. (laughs) And And doing something every day creatively at the highest level that you can, maybe Instagrammable, (laughs) Instagrammable level to where you can be like, hey, I can put this in my portfolio is incredibly difficult. It's incredibly difficult to to produce something and create something unique every single day that you're super proud of putting out in the world. Like uh, that is a very difficult thing to do. And that's especially difficult when you're not used to doing that at all. And I was not used to doing that at all. And so what I had to do was I had to try things outside of my comfort zone. In, in order for this project to work, in order for this for me to be happy with this project to be successful, I needed to try a whole bunch of things that I was not used to doing. And by doing that, I had... I had to fail a whole bunch of times. I had to take a whole bunch of photos of ideas that were really terrible and they never saw the light of day and I never put them on Instagram. And at the beginning, this was very jarring for me. It was very jarring to have an idea and to try it and to be like, wow, that (laughs) that was a really bad idea. But the the amazing thing that happens when you try something and you fail is that you 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 learn things that you would never learn if if you did something safe and it and it just worked perfectly because you knew what the outcome would be. Enabling myself to fail and giving myself a a place to play and enabling myself to be a nobody to to let go of the pressure of being a photographer and just allowing myself to be just a person with a camera with zero expectations was an incredibly freeing and incredibly uh powerful position to be in because it it let me be like a child with a camera again It helped me to think, oh, let's just try this crazy idea with zero amount of pressure. The thing about um, social media is that and just kind of content creation in general is that there is an immense pressure to continuously create. 
and I'm not going to bash on that. But what I will say is that allowing yourself to create in secret and never letting it see the light of day is incredibly important to the path of a creative. Number two, second thing I learned was that everything will take more time than I expect it to be. <laughs> and, and in some ways, it takes also a lot less genius than, than you think it will be and the, that you think it will take. So uh, I don't know if that makes sense. Let me explain it another way. The magic really comes in the small repetition, small amounts of effort being repeated over and over and over and over and over again. I think it's easy to think that like the real great images or the real great work in your career is going to come from this like immense effort and genius that just will overtake everything and it will be this most the most incredible thing you've ever made in your life. And something that I learned this past year was that repetition over and over and over again, albeit sloppy and scrappy repetition that barely represents repetition at all. Uh, with just as much effort as I can give. And, and even when that effort is just like just scraping enough to like put my finger on the camera and take a photo with the littlest amount of effort, even that little amount of effort done over and over and over and over and over and over again is where big things happen. As I was looking through the photos from this project, uh, I, I was pulling out a bunch of photos that I liked in order to put on my website and to put in this YouTube video that I made. And it was really interesting to to go through each photo, but then to look at like the date of each photo and to see how far in into the process it took me in order to to like photos that, that I took. Um, I didn't have a super you know, like I said this earlier, I didn't have a super particular direction that I was going. I just knew I wanted to do I, I wanted to kind of work on my uh, on my personal work, but I didn't know exactly the subject matter that I wanted uh, to shoot. And so part of this project was kind of like discovering what I actually liked to shoot for fun. And it took me I think it was like one hundred and fifty two days before there was a photo that I was <laughs> that I was proud of. It, it took me almost a half a year to to like anything I was doing. But because I tried over and over and over again and I tried so many different types of things, I tried so many different types of subject matters. I tried every idea that came into my mind. I was just like, if I had any idea, I would just try it and see what happened. But it took six months it took six months for me to finally get to um, a certain subject matter and a certain type of editing and a certain type of way I was how I was shooting something for me to actually like what I was doing. But it, it took that repetition of getting all of these kind of bad ideas out of my mind to, to get all of these photos kind of out of out of the system before I found finally got to something that I liked. But it was that repetition. It was that forcing myself to try over and over and over again. And even though a lot of those those efforts were pretty sloppy and they were pretty lazy at times. 
it was the repetition. It was the compound interest that that worked in my favor. Number three, and lastly, it's it's not it's not just the repetition. While the repetition is really important, um, you can do things over and over again and still be just as bad as as the first time uh, you did it. I, I think I wrote in the, a journal post about this the same project that. Um, <laughs> there's something very different about, you know, taking photos in order to take photos or, you know, work on your uh, creative project for the sole purpose of kind of creating something. Um, and, you know, taking photos of, of a family of raccoons climbing up a tree in your neighborhood, right? Like we all take lots of photos on our phone, um, without really thinking, uh, you you can do that a lot. You can do that over and over again with your phone and still be a bad photographer, the difference in in this repetition that I'm talking about is analyzing that repetition somewhat critically uh, and not just critically in a bad way, but but analyzing what you're doing and spending one second just to think about how the process went. The hard thing about analyzing and the hard thing about, you know, self critiquing your own work is that, well, it's scary because you have to be honest with yourself and you actually have to stare at what you did and the project that you finished and you have to say, okay, was this, was this good? Was this bad or was this ugly? Uh, what did I do well and how can I improve it in the future? And that's really hard. That's why it's easier just to take a photo and move on and never look at it again, because you don't have to face yourself, right? You don't have to be honest with yourself and be like, wow, yeah, you know what? I need to work on this and I wasn't too good at this. Uh, I'll give you another analogy. Like, (laughs) uh, and I think I've mentioned running examples on this podcast before, but like maybe instead of running the four miles that you want to run or that you feel like you are in shape to run, you're like, oh yeah, four miles should be no problem for me. Maybe instead of that, you need to be honest with yourself and maybe a more suitable uh, exercise for you is to put just put on your running shoes and and run to the closest stop sign and turn around and come home and then try that again for for the next month. Uh, Being honest with yourself, being critical of your actual position can be incredibly powerful. Because that the compound interest that I'm talking about of, of doing something over and over and over again only works in your favor if you're if you're going actually in a certain direction and and what analyzing your work, analyzing the, each repetition step does for you is that even if it's in a very small, tiny increment, running to the stop sign for a few weeks is going to be better than than running uh, four miles once and never doing it again for another year. At the end, you are going to be in an infinitely better position than you were if you just did one big push once as opposed to doing little tiny steps over the course of the year because by the end of the year, you're going to be way farther than that stop sign and you very well be maybe way farther than four miles. Because what is it? There's like this thing where people are like, you know, would you rather have like a penny doubling every day for a year or just like have a million dollars? And the truth behind that is 
compound interest, when something compounds effort upon effort upon effort, even if those 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 changes in effort are quite small over the course of time, that is where incredible things happen. It's okay if your steps are really tiny. It's okay if your photos are not very good. It's okay if if the steps that you're taking and, and the work that you're creating is nowhere near where you want it to be. It's okay if you're looking at this next year and you want to embark on this creative journey and you have these ideas of where you feel like you should be. But I encourage you to to be honest with yourself, let go of those expectations and take the tiniest, smallest step that you can. Because a year is a long time and there are 365 days ahead of us. Well, you know, there's less now because it's like second week of January, but you get the point. There's a whole year ahead of us. And if you just put as much effort as you can every single day and even if even if that effort is like barely lifting a finger that compounded on itself over and over and over again is going to create results i think way better than you might imagine Uh, for six months i didn't feel like i was making any progress and all at all and all of a sudden i got to the end of the year and i was like whoa i just like (laughs) all these photos at the end kind of like kind of came out of nowhere and all of a sudden all like all of these ideas started piling on each other and all of this work like I started liking more and more photos and and I got to the end of it I was like wow this <laughs> I did that I can't believe it I, I kind like I didn't feel like I was doing that much but but I committed to doing at least a little bit every day and I think that was the difference Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope, I really hope each episode encourages you to face your creative work and to dive in and to make something good, true, and beautiful this week. Uh, If you love the podcast, please leave a review. It's the best kind of high five and it encourages me to keep going. So until next time, stay obsessed. A way to find a window.